Geopolitical Trends in 2023, Opportunities for India In conversation with Harsh Banth, Professor of International Relations, King's College London and Vice President, Studies and Foreign Policy, Observer Research Foundation. Conclusions Paper, December 2022 India's place in the global hierarchy has shifted in recent years, owing partly to external rivalries and partly to a shift in India's own approach to foreign policy. Political questions are increasingly being answered through economics, with nationalism going hand-in-hand with protectionism. How should India navigate the emerging phenomena of deglobalization, and what impact will this have on businesses? At a recent joint session of the India CEO and CFO forums in Pune, Harsh Banth, Professor of International Relations at King's College London and Vice President, Studies and Foreign Policy at Observer Research Foundation, articulated how geopolitical trends are likely to shape up in 2023 and their likely impact on India's business environment. China looms large. China is clearly at odds both with the West and with some of its immediate neighbors, including India. Allegations of human rights abuses, its mishandling of the COVID-19 pandemic, Chinese-origin cyber attacks, its debt-trap diplomacy, and expansionist foreign policy have left even its staunchest allies wary. In the quest to counter Chinese influence, India's geographical location makes it a valuable partner to the West. The EU, UK, and the United States are all real or aspiring maritime powers in the Indo-Pacific region, which they regard as crucial to their supply chains. As nations scramble to establish regional arrangements like the Quad, India can leverage its critical position in the Indo-Pacific. At the same time, most countries, including India, have deep, perhaps intractable economic ties with China. The risks of over-dependence on China became apparent during the pandemic, particularly in the pharmaceutical sector, where India depended on imports of Chinese APIs. India also imports a range of intermediate goods from China, including for the automotive sector. Still, excluding China entirely from supply chains is infeasible, and any drastic action would only hurt India's interests in the short term. Thus, any economic decoupling must be a long-term goal rather than something to execute immediately. The Fallout of the Ukraine War India's historical ties with the Soviet Union have left it with little choice but to have friendly relations with the USSR's direct successor, the Russian Federation. Despite significantly reducing its dependence since the 1990s, and even with the recent push towards self-sufficiency, India still relies heavily on Russia's defense manufacturing capabilities. This has certainly influenced India's position on any conflict involving Russia, including the ongoing war with Ukraine. India has neither imposed sanctions on Russia nor aligned itself with either front. India's response to the conflict has evoked public condemnation by Western leaders, but in private, they have been both pragmatic and understanding of India's position. Nor have public displays of disapproval overshadowed bilateral economic partnerships. Simultaneously, The affinity of India's current leadership towards the West has become evident. The crisis has limited India's choices, but it appears to be scaling back its engagement with Russia. Though the official line cites scheduling issues, the cancellation of the annual bilateral summit with Russia for the first time in two decades could be a sign of growing distance. Post-Brexit European Relations There is a sense of impending doom in Europe amidst the near inevitability of recession. 
European nations are battling supply chain disruptions and an energy crisis. Political mismanagement has caused deep anger and hastened the rise of right-wing rhetoric. This aligns with Samuel Huntington's Clash of Civilizations argument, which predicted a backlash against cultural and economic globalization. Divisions within Europe have been exacerbated in the wake of multiple crises, but the world will have to wait until this winter ends for greater clarity about Europe's medium-term prospects. The aftermath of Brexit proves that this was a decision driven not by economic considerations, but a need to preserve British identity against demographic changes stemming from immigration. Irrespective of European xenophobia and identity politics, India cannot afford to disengage from the continent. Europe's economic constraints will ensure that even the rise of the far right will never translate into poor relations with India. Moreover, the growing dissatisfaction with China puts India on a relatively strong footing. No longer does trade drive friendly relations, rather, countries now seek to trade with their existing allies. The UK has been largely abandoned by the EU since Brexit, and resultantly, it has shifted its focus towards bilateral relationships. India and the UK can mutually benefit from a closer partnership, but the ongoing FTA talks would probably have been far less favorable to India if the UK were still in the EU. That said, the UK does have an upper hand in some fields, such as cybersecurity, which India would like to benefit from. Is free trade dying? Having realized that its global position is contingent on its economic heft, India is now coming into its own. Its relentless pursuit of development and easing up of bureaucratic barriers has encouraged a surge of FTAs. However, with protectionism on the rise globally, India continues to pursue its long-term goal of self-sufficiency in key sectors. Where trade is necessary, FTAs will play an important role, but it will take time for there to be clarity about the precise nature of India's emerging trade relations. The COVID-19 crisis and recent geopolitical factors have raised questions about whether global institutional frameworks are collapsing. People no longer trust many of these institutions, which many believe were designed by and for the benefit of one half of the world. China's rise stands in direct contradiction to the WTO's founding principles, which predicted liberalization and democratization would follow from free trade. Ad hoc trade deals are on the rise, pointing to the view that the future lies more in bilateral and regional relationships than in multilateral ones. Consequently, geopolitics will become more fundamental to business planning as organizations look to navigate a shifting global trade and foreign policy landscape.